0: Build back better? How about a couple of ways to build forward better? Possible in the new year? Let's discuss on the next episode of this, the Gratitude Journal podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal podcast. I do not have a hoodie in my arsenal that... Is designed to protect me against the absolute frigid elements that exist outside of the cinder blocks of this basement lair. (sighs) It's really freaking cold. Matthew here. Welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast, the first episode of 2022. It's historic, it's a landmark. I think we're up in the 90s now. I'm not really sure. Not that that really matters all that much because who's counting? Because, you know, the podcast episodes just have to get done, right? I mean, you have to f- surge forward regardless of the number and regardless of the weather. But I'm just glad to be able to be here in front of the microphone. Grateful for that. To be sitting here in my little corner of the world and speaking to you and waxing philosophic about stuff that eh, probably you know at first glance maybe doesn't seem to matter but i hope it does i hope i can bring out a few salient points for both you and i to ruminate over as we enjoy a fine craft ale or if you don't drink that's fine too you can stare out into the distance with a diet coke and uh, or with a root beer as my better half likes to do and ruminate on these things, things that hopefully help us to get a sense of gratitude, being grateful for the things around us and the things that are around us that we may not see, may not come into full view. So that's really The goal, it's what's been the mission of this podcast, and as I was telling Reverend Nanette several episodes ago before we started recording, you know, really it was my goal to try to figure out the reason behind doing this, because everybody's doing a podcast for some reason. Everyone's found their little niche in life, and I really didn't have much of a niche, or at least so I thought, but I do come to the realization that, Daily, I need to try to find ways to be grateful. And really, had it not been for my friend Ron giving me my gratitude journal, which I have to admit, I have been a little lackadaisical in actually using penmanship and filling up pages. So I need to get better about that. Uh, Maybe that should be a resolution. More on resolutions or not resolutions here in a little bit. But yeah. It's been really freaking cold. Today it's really sunny. It's very deceiving. When we go over to visit my parents, my mom, who hasn't really, I don't think, stuck her head outside except to get her two Pfizer shots and her booster shot, will say, What's it doing outside? And I'll say, Well, it's very, very cold. And she says, Well, it looks really nice. And that's the kind of day that it is today. It's very sunny, it's quite nice. And it's really, really frigid. And I went through my closet, first of all, grateful that I had things in my closet. Most of them used. Don and I have been going to Goodwill stores lately. More about that in a little bit because it's actually been sort of a fun journey. And I looked through all the things that I could possibly wear. And my regular sort of winter hoodie that I usually have on just about every day just will not cut it. And so I have the biggest Cleveland Browns hoodie that I have on that I could and It's actually too big for me, but it's the thickest one I have. So Don and I are going to go Goodwill shopping again this weekend, and maybe I'll find something to replace that. But, yeah, it's been really, really cold. And luckily, with Omicron, we have not been affected that we know of. Now, I run into this issue, you know, with testing because – Several weeks ago, when I was feeling kind of under the weather, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I actually went through a drive through at a drugstore and ended up having a test done only because I could not find an at-home test. And really, it's a dilemma that a lot of Americans have been facing, which is why you know this administration is finally trying to address the situation. Where why can't we be but be like other developing nations that actually have you know ready access to these kits? So, when I discovered that I was feeling poorly and I went and got tested and had a negative result, there have been these days where I've just kind of felt like, so who knows now in the age of Omicron, in the age of COVID, what you're experiencing is it flu? Well, I've had a flu shot. Is it a cold? Well, it could be a cold. I mean, I get colds and I get these things where I can't talk or laryngitis or whatever, but is that COVID now? So, we really don't know. So, it would be nice to have like a whole truckload of tests sitting in a closet upstairs. I could just go, honey, can you throw me down an Omicron test? And we could just go ahead and get tested. But, you know, we're not at that point yet. So, again, we're huddled in our little corners of the world trying to maintain distance. And, uh, you know, this comes at a wild, wacky time because I have this kind of new opportunity that's been presented to me that I'll talk about maybe in the next episode when I have a few more details. But it requires me to be outside of the basement lair from time to time, maybe even more than time to time. And so it would be nice to have safety. In fact, I would be grateful for it. I've had the great opportunity throughout my broadcasting career to work for a couple of fairly heritage radio stations. This is not at all to denigrate the stations that I've been affiliated with that are not sort of heritage radio stations. you know, call letters that sort of roll off the tongue. But the call letters KDKA do roll off the tongue. It is the world's first radio station. I'm sure there would be some radio stations globally that would contradict The conclusion that KDKA at 1020 on the AM dial in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was the world's first radio station. But I would say that most people generally agree that that's the case. And out of all the litany of call letters that I've been affiliated with, I do ascribe a certain sense of joy, you know, and gratitude to being a part of KDKA. And it was during my almost six years at KDKA where I and a bunch of other, I want to say Catholics, but, you know, fallen away Catholics or Catholics and weren't really good Catholics. But we were Catholics nonetheless. We all decided that we were going to give up alcohol for Lent. And this was very tough for me because I was well into my journey of being a craft beer aficionado. And I had already scoped out, you know, after being in Pittsburgh a couple of years, all of the places that offered, you know, the good beer. Where could I get the stuff I liked? Blah, blah, blah. So this was enormous. This was huge. And I, for the most part, rejected this initially. And I was prodded like, oh, come on, you lame Catholic. You can do it. And so I decided to, okay, I'm going to give up alcohol and for me really it was giving up beer i mean i dabble in wine occasionally i dabble in distilled spirits but really the greatest beverage ever invented is my beverage and it's the beverage that i have a passion for that sucked big time i was miserable not because i was shaking or anything like that it's just that i pattern you know my week around the beer season. What can I get my hands on? Who has released something new? What is in my beer refrigerator? And sometimes, for the most part, lately, I'm satisfied after one beer. I just need to look at it and taste it and take pictures of it and comment on it and try to post it to Instagram and maybe get the brewery to respond and improve my beer photography and my beer imagery. Like, this is a big deal for me. I know you're probably laughing your butt off, but that's, you know, this is my thing. Well, I told myself when I was done sipping my beer on Easter Eve, I was never going to do this again. In fact, I was never going to make a resolution to give up anything. I didn't see the value. I didn't see the purpose. I didn't benefit from it. It's like these people who do dry January. The hell does that even mean? What are you doing? Are you just trying to prove something to yourself? Because all they say to me is, oh my God, 17 more days till February 1st. Then why are you even doing it? I mean, if you lose a little weight, okay, but really, is it going to be that much, really? So I just don't buy into resolutions, and I told myself I was never going to do another resolution. Now, When I do think of resolutions, though, I am surrounded by lots of people who, you know, after the first of the year are trying new things. But I really gave this a lot of thought. I really kind of sat back and said to myself, you know, I've thought about the quote- unquote, "resolution" not as something I'm going to do within a certain specified time structure, but really trying to make an overall effort to get more acclimated to do something positive in a couple of areas and to try to implement them in my regular day-to-day rituals. And I'm thinking to myself, this Is something that I could be grateful for, like trying to make headway in a couple of these areas. And one of the things that I thought about really trying to be better at, I mean, the talk is about build back better. Whether it comes to fruition or not is another story. That's between the political wonkos to work out. But I think like, I can be better about a couple of different things. And my goal going forward, not just for 2022, but hopefully forever and ever, amen, is to be better at listening. And I sometimes find myself interrupting people when they're talking. And I know it's something kind of small. And it's hard to diagnose while you're doing it. But I realize that I need to take a cue from my good friend, Ginny, who may be one of the best listeners ever. And this comes from experience of having umpteen zillion breakfasts and some lunches, and a few cocktails with Ginny over these past decades, and she's the kind of person who basically stares a laser beam through your eyeballs as you're talking, and when I first met Ginny, it was actually maybe kind of like a little uncomfortable, but that's just her way, and she likes to embed herself in what you're saying. And I need to be better at embedding myself in hearing what people are saying. I think this would benefit me going forward. And if I could do that, if I could be better at just shutting up, And really trying to, you know, nod and listen and maybe even recap a little bit about what this person just told me that maybe I could be better going forward and that I would be grateful for trying to make advances in this area. Another area where I really want to try to build back better is to be better at capitulating. And I don't say that because I want to be better at surrendering. I want to be better at having flexibility and giving in. And I had a situation with... A group that I'm involved with off site, and the group meets on a fairly regular basis. And there was kind of like a new person in this group, and so I felt a little mm, threatened because this person not only brings some of the same skill sets to the group. But in some ways is better at some of these skill sets. So I think it might be kind of a natural thing, especially to be around a person, a person you don't know all that well, that maybe you feel a little threatened. And I did. You know, I just felt like um, and it felt gunky. That's the only other word I can really figure <laughs> out to say. And so we were. uh, communicating within a platform that was sort of the agreed upon platform and I was kind of scrolling through some of my responses to the group and you know to this new person and while I was having my uh, ale later in the evening thinking about this and scrolling through this on my phone I felt bad I felt like I wasn't capitulating. Like I wasn't being flexible. I wasn't kind of giving in when giving in was needed. And sometimes this group think thing is is kind of new to me, you know? I mean, here I am. I'm in the corner of the basement, and I'm by myself. and And I really don't have to really sort of, give in to anyone. I just really have to maintain a schedule and make sure that, you know, I do the things that I'm supposed to do. And really, that's a very piss poor way of looking at it. You know, it's a really bad way of looking at it because really, regardless of whether I'm a W-2 wage employee or not, I have people that I have to owe up to. I have people that I need to be responsible to. And, I need to be better at that, you know, better at giving in and better at being flexible. It's probably the better word and the best word that I can choose. So I took some time. I took some time to craft a note, and I'm grateful that I was able to find it within myself to do that. I'm not patting myself on the back. I think, though, going forward, this will be a better thing, and maybe it's something that You might be in the same position where you have a lot more meetings than I do, and you have a lot more kind of groupthink stuff, and you're getting together with other peers and team people, and you're working towards a common thing and a common goal, and maybe you run into those same kinds of things. And I I hope that this kind of sort of capitulating will be beneficial, that I'll be better at this. And I hope that I will be grateful for having taken some initiative to admit my faults in this area and to hopefully be better. I was telling the other day my regular contact person at the Alzheimer's Association that I was kind of feeling a little bit like an ogre lately and it had been a while since we spoke and we had a plan to kind of get together in person but omicron kind of ruined that and then the holidays got in the way and we finally were able to meet up again via zoom and and i was telling her you know i feel like i've been riding this line between being a kind of taskmaster and then giving donna you know her space because i don't want to come off like i'm just this you know, ogre who's going to throw down thunderbolts of demands so that, you know, she remains on task and, and doesn't get waylaid. And, And obviously my intent is to be helpful, but sometimes when I hear myself talk and I think about it and like the, the words kind of, (laughs) the words kind of linger in the air. Have you ever had that happen where you have a conversation? And even though you're done talking, like it's almost like there's a reverb going on and it lasts for several minutes or maybe an hour and like, they're just hanging there and well, I feel like I should say something else. And that's the way I've been feeling lately. And I was just so grateful for having this conversation with uh, Karen because she's she brings a lot of you know practical, experienced veteran insights into the fold because she's, you know, worked in the industry. And then she has this very just enjoyable, sort of mellow, personal connection to the whole drama. And she can kind of sense that I'm sort of, you know, gyrating in stress and tension. And she says, you know, we have a little thing we used to put on people's refrigerators and it would say, love is being in control. And, you know, it's very important that the people, the loved ones, the LOs that they like to say are LO, knows that we're managing these things for them and you know, within this sense of control that there has to be a sense of love too. And that, you know, they need to know that you're in control of the thing because you love them. And, sometimes that's tricky and it's tough to figure out how to best get that information over to them you know to relay that to them but that's my challenge you know this is this is my build back better moment to find the best way to show that even amidst the control that you know the whole idea is is love and so i was just really grateful you know for for that conversation and i really needed that guidance to kind of propel me into the new year to build back better (sighs) yeah i want to apologize for my next door neighbor he has this beautiful german shepherd i mean just like a German Shepherd, like on the cover on the label of an Alpo can. I mean, this German Shepherd is absolutely beautiful, and this German Shepherd has a deeper voice than me. I mean, when this German Shepherd barks, and it barks a lot, it really just f- phantom things. It kind of gets in the way of recordings, and I have to stand there when I'm recording things, and I have to kind of wait for. Rufus to stop being Rufus. And uh, so I don't know whether you heard (laughs) Rufus talking uh, over uh, the last uh, segment, but he was. So I apologize for that. So I'm hoping, you know, in this early new year, that even though things are cold and wintry and all that, that we all emerge from this cocoon, the COVID cocoon, the winter cocoon, the flu cocoon, that we all emerge from this cocoon a little bit better and that we're grateful for the people maybe who have pushed us in the direction that we may not see to allow us to be this this better person, you know, to Build our own lives back better and maybe in small minute ways and that's kind of what i'm shooting for this year I don't want to give up beer I mean if I sense I have a problem with it certainly I want to try to give it up if I can, but I mean I don't sense that and So I don't want to do that again. That didn't really do a whole lot for me Uh, It's hard enough for me to give up, you know Tostitos chips at night, you know that handful of chips that I bring over to the chair and is he, even though he can't see or hear very well anymore, he does sense, he does hear the crinkle of the bag. So we have this thing at night where we kind of share chips and I break off a little chip and I put it down in front of him. And a lot of times he can't see where it is. And so I have to just kind of move his head so he sees it and then he can has, then he can smell it and uh, this is a little game we play but i'm trying to li- i'm trying to limit myself to walking back over there to that bag you know for one more handful this was a big change from just walking over to the chair with the bag <laughs> so i think i've made an improvement but uh, as i emerge from my, coon, ho- my cocoon hopefully a few pounds lighter I'm hoping that I can also emerge from the cocoon a little bit better, and hopefully, uh, you are too. So, here's hoping that you uh, are staying warm, first of all, if you're in an area of the world where things are uh, not so uh, warm. And, uh, you know, here's to a new year. Here's to 2022. Here's to building back better, to hopefully being a little bit better in the things that we do. And if even better, if your team, your team, the team you follow is in the playoffs, even better. I mean, wow. Talk about, you know, just rampant disappointment with our team. I mean, good grief. Seven and nine. Wait, nine and seven is 16. That was seven and 10. No, it's eight and nine. No, they were eight and nine because they won on Sunday. Okay, big deal. Meaningless game. They won. Woohoo! Um, so we're going to try to digest that, I guess, and try to figure out whether we're going to have baseball. And I haven't wrapped my head around baseball. Okay. I mean, the Cleveland Indians are no more. The Cleveland guardians are the team. I still, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I thought even for a while about even like taking on a new team, who knows, but I don't know. So in the meantime. Izzy and I are going to eat chips, you know, and Donna's going to drink hot chocolate and we're just going to stream stuff until Omicron ends. And here's to you. And hopefully you're good and hopefully your holidays were great. And hopefully there'll be more podcast content coming up soon on this, the Gratitude Journal podcast.